Hi, everybody. My name is Pat King, and I was a model for Marvel Masterpieces 2020. And you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. He once cosplayed as Wolverine and needed the bathroom, forgot to take his claws off, and, well, he's finally able to sit down for this recording. It's Noren Rad. Thank you, and I'm glad you told everyone my pain i really appreciate that it's been it's been rough a couple of months for sure have you got one yeah. of those special cushions i always i mean i had that before so it just came in handy <laughs> so it was nice uh, uh welcome everybody welcome welcome to this new post marvel masterpieces 2020 release era that we now recorded that's uh, right um and I, I wanted to say that because this week we have a guest we are not alone this week um I am. I'm really excited about this guest. Um, if you're in the groups, you will definitely know him by now, um, and he's made quite a splash in the MMC community uh, for for very good reasons that we'll talk about on this episode. Um, I've known this gentleman. No, say known uh, for about eighteen months now, and the more I see, the more I like. Um, really nice guy. Who are you, sir? My name is Pat King, and I uh, was one of the models for Marvel Masterpieces 2020. <laughs> <laughs> one of the models. Is this, is how many, awesome. do you know how many there were? I, I don't, I don't. Um, all that was kind of, I mean, Dave and I never really discussed it, but I was um, very fortunate to do about 30 characters. Wow. So I know, wow, I, I, didn't realize. I know there are more models. <laughs> wow, 30, beast. I had no idea. Yeah, crazy. Someone in the group mentioned. Well, Dave's in a few of his his pieces. Dave's in a few, and it's funny. I recognized. I recognized uh, a, a friend of mine who was in a few, uh, um, which is a really funny story because that all ties in together of how I met Dave, and we'll talk about that. I'm sure later on, but yeah, well, super, no time like no time like the present. I mean, how did yeah, that come about? No. let's go how'd you get get into this yeah oh so into the cards or into this just whole world of um performing whichever order well whichever order you want to do it because because okay. i know there's a whole backstory to you as a performer that i yeah. imagine plays a big part in the whole how and why you ended up modeling for them so i'll do, I'll do a really brief overview of how this all kind of led to me being a part of this this set. So I went to school for acting uh, theater. I went to Loyola College in Maryland. Uh, I've always wanted to be a performer. Uh, and over the years, I went from uh, acting and then I incorporated stunt work into my repertoire. Um, but when cosplay first came out, I was like, this is something that I need to be a part of because it's just so much fun. I always grew up on Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I started doing some cosplay and I had a friend who was a model as well. And every once in a while, we would set up like cosplay photo shoots. So one day we set up like three different 
uh, themes for the day, we did a, uh, a Riddler Poison Ivy, and she was Poison Ivy. And then we did a Game of Thrones shoot. So I was Khal Drogo, and she was uh, Khaleesi. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's the so, photo you sent us. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, my, my friend, who, who uh, Meredith, who was involved in that, set up a couple different photographers for the day. And Dave Palumbo took that Game of Thrones photo. And that's how I met Dave as a photographer who just came out to hang out and take some photos. And we, we stayed in touch, you know, over Facebook and stuff like you do. And I guess through that, that was like eight years ago, which was crazy. Like that was so long ago. And through my performing, my stunt work, my cosplay, all that fun stuff, uh, you know, eventually a couple, you know, uh, probably two years ago now, Dave reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm doing this thing and I think you should be involved. And I was like, wow. yeah. and I had no idea. So I'm like, yeah, great. Just let me know and we'll, we'll figure it out. And, uh, I remember going to his studio for the first time, not trying to get my hopes up because I didn't want to like guess or assume what it was. Uh, but I showed up to his studio and I saw his sketches laid out on the coffee table and immediately my mind went trading cards, 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 they gotta be cards. And it took him like a couple minutes to explain what was going on. And then when he finally revealed it, like I went insane. I went nuts because I collected all this stuff growing up and, you know, um, just such a huge honor. And, and I had no idea at the beginning how many characters I'd be doing or who I'd be doing. Um, that first that first set that we did was, you know, eight characters. And I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, he'll probably tell you, but like when I left his his studio, I begged him to let me do as many as possible to make sure I got Wolverine. Uh, I was just like pleading with him, just as, just call me anytime. I, I don't care where I am. I'm coming to you. So, I mean, that's that's how kind of I met Dave and kind of got you know into this process. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. How exciting, man. You must have been. I mean, wow. Insane. I can't believe it. Insane. Because I've seen I've seen a reference. I saw um, a back and forth between you and Dave on, on <clears throat> comments on Facebook. And there's, there's so much flying around. I can't remember where it was. Yeah. But um, I'm sure there was a reference to, to doing photo shoots in, in, in a Holiday Inn, was it? So, and this is a this is a credit to Dave and how awesome he is. Right. Um, like, so I was on tour with Jurassic, and I was traveling all across all across the country, and I kept telling him like, you know, uh, I'll be back around Philadelphia at this point, and you know, we were probably two hours outside of Philadelphia on tour in uh, in Hershey, and uh, he's like, hey, I got to get these done. Can we can we meet up? And I was like, if you're willing to come to me then yeah, we'll find a spot and get them done. I was like, let's, let's do it. And he drove and we met and literally shot in a holiday in and finished up, uh, some of the set. That makes wow. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Um, so, so that, that, that kind of ties in. So for those who, who, who don't, I can't remember if you've said it or not, but so you were touring and I know this cause we've talked about this. You were touring in a show called Jurassic world live, which is, yes. um, which was kind of a live, action show with dinosaurs and stunts and all sorts wow. of other all that, all that fun stuff live, live uh, dinosaurs and how long were you in, on the road for for that so, before uh, it got un- unfortunately we got cut short after six months yeah. so we started we started in december we did our east coast tour and then we were in new york when you know we got the news that everyone was going home 
Yeah. Okay. You know, we had, we had a uh, two, two and a half, three year tour planned, you know, so we would do the U S and then we would come over your way and then we would do all of Europe and we would yep. do Australia and all these fun places. And, you know, hopefully we'll figure all that stuff out when, when the time is right. But yeah, 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 yeah. we did, we did a really good six months. We had a, a lot of awesome crowds and we, we played, you know, big arenas and, you know, thousands and thousands of people came to see us and we're, we're very appreciative. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, because, because I would have worked on it when it came over to the UK. The, the yeah, of course. Um, so, so I'm. You may, may, may not have noticed, um, but I'm wearing my Marvel Universe Live T-shirt <laughs> from from the tour that you were on. So, yeah. and I say that because you, you said that you you kind of begged, uh, uh, let me do Wolverine. It's kind of, you do have the pedigree. So. So for those who might not know, explain the Marvel Universe Live reference. So Marvel Universe Live uh, was under the same company as Jurassic World Live, Feld Entertainment. And Marvel Universe Live was uh, literally a gigantic live action stunt show uh, performed in huge arenas. Um, and they had, you know, all the Avengers and, and some of the X-Men. You know, they had Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, uh, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. And then they had, uh, out of the X-Men, they had Wolverine, Cyclops, and Storm. And fortunately enough for me, I got to play Wolverine in that show. That's sick. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It ran it ran for about two years in the U.S. And then at the end of those two years, I had auditioned twice. And finally, my second audition went all the way to the end, uh, you know, end round. And uh, they were looking for a Wolverine to go on the European tour. And I got I got cast as Wolverine. I was able to do that for for about eight months. Oh. So, so I have. So this is this is this is why I find this is all so bizarre. Because when you joined the group, we had this conversation. Yeah. So I've seen you perform twice as That's Wolverine awesome. That's before awesome. we met with yeah. any connection uh, to yeah. this. Because um, I because I I worked on, on on that one as well. So I remember I remember seeing uh, the O2 for the. Um, uh, the O2. Uh, oh my God! How how crazy was it that we played the O2? Yeah, we so, we sold it out. Yes. We sold out the O2. It was yes, crazy. It did. Absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It just it just went nuts. It sold so many it's, to this day it's the busiest tour that tour sales I've ever seen for anything in the UK. Amazing. It, Amazing. it, it beat Walking with Dinosaurs, which was you know yeah. massive. Went, yeah. Uh, That's years. great. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Uh, so so you so you you've done your time as Wolverine. Um, and so you were you were clearly channeling you were, you were in a Wolverine when you did those poses. Did you pose for both of the Wolverine cards in the set? All of them. So oh, the, there's the an old man Logan as well. The yeah. old man Logan, which is which is crazy because that's legit my face. Like that that I think is one of the cards that is most uh, me. What? Um, yeah, so. that is crazy. I'm looking it up right now. That's yeah. seriously. No, you need to get that on screen. You also need to get the crazy <laughs> on screen. I'm going to put all this yeah. on screen. Are you kidding me? This is amazing. Um, because some of those, it, which, which, which is what makes me laugh, because there's there's a card in there that's so obviously Dave. I think it's Wizard or something. Wizard, like that. yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm looking at it. And, and it's thinking, funny because I think in the in the one Wolverine in the um the the one that they post originally that went out all over the place i think i'm pretty sure dave is one of those guys getting slashed up as well it looks just like him <laughs> and I, every every so often I'll, I'll pull a card and like start looking and see dave somewhere um which is really funny because a story that i'd love to tell is that photo i sent you of the deadpool pose 
<laughs> we will put this on the tasting notes, folks, for those listening. Um, yeah. But they, now this is the first. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get it up on my screen here. I've got so many windows open on this computer. I've got no idea what is going on. Um, so this is the first I've seen of any of these photo reference shots because I, I know that you you and you've been asked to, uh, to have a look at them as well. But of course, yeah. And this is one that I that I asked Dave. I was like, Dave, there's there's only one photo reference that I really want to show because it's it's just a good story. And he gave me permission, so we're we're all good. Awesome. So let me just get it on my screen here so I can <laughs> Right, let me share my screen. Bear with, bear with, bear with. Oh, just that is with. totally your... You make such screen. a good Wolverine, Pat. Oh, it's insane. You, you. <laughs> yeah, that's totally you. I love it. Wow. Yeah, so, so this one was fun. So this oh, is my probably, gosh, yes. This is, this is probably one of the last... This is the photo shoot in the Holiday Inn. This is like one of the last shoots that we did. <laughs> And uh, what what Dave does is, you know, he comes he comes in and he lays out, you know, eight sketches on the table. And I look over the characters and I'm like, all right, this is what we're doing today. And this is where I've got to get my head in. And he put, and I'm like, oh, cool. The Deadpool, that's going to be easy. All I have to do is sit in a chair. And he goes, well, 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 no. And I'm like, what do you mean? No. He's like, well, we don't really have the right chair. And I think I want to model for that one anyway. But you're going to be the, the painting in the background. And. <laughs> So that painting is a that painting is a famous uh, Marilyn Monroe painting, right? Yes. So he pulled that up, and I was like, "Yes, one hundred percent." Like, uh, no embarrassment, no shame. I was like, "You shoot me when you want to shoot me, and let's do this thing." Um, just, you look just great, so brother. Ridiculous, and it came out so it came out so great. What what I love about it is how serious Dave's face is <laughs> compared to yours. It's he's, hilarious. He's properly channeling his inner Deadpool in that yeah. photo. Um, You're such a method actor. I can see it in the expression just, of your face. Just so much fun. You know, I trained very hard for this for this specific <laughs> job. Did you have the? You had the. All right. This is this is my purpose in this scene. Um, this, this is absolutely fantastic. I love yeah. it. Um, so I, I, I've got all sorts of things written. So did you, you collected cards when you were, when you were a kid, uh, like yeah. so many people that we talked to. So is it, is it the masterpieces cards that you, that you got when you were? Uh, literally, up? literally all of them. So, so probably, oh, wow. you know, when, when Marvel universe, the Marvel universe series came out. So like, I think it had like one through four, one through five. I had all those. And then masterpieces came out, Fleer Ultra, X-Men, like everything, everything Marvel that came out as trading cards I had. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, over the years I had to sell them off and, you know, do the thing, which, which looking back now, I'm like, I sold Marvel Masterpieces 96. Like, why would I do that? Um, <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> you know? Um, but I didn't know at the time. But yeah, I mean, I, I just growing up collecting these cards and now being a part of the process is just, uh, you know, uh, I will thank Dave until I'm, I'm dead, you know, and I'm sure I'm annoying him every time I talk to him because I just, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't stop thanking him for like bringing me in. And this is a dream crazy it was it well, was funny because um, i'm sure he feels the same way i mean considering that he grew up i mean it's insane to think yeah. that dave grew up around this you grew yeah. up around this, and now you both have come to this process and are making the are basically your own set with all of your experiences i mean it's phenomenal it's phenomenal it's and you know what he's so humble and so genuine you know like you you'd never know that i mean like you get his excitement and you get 
you know, you understand where he's coming from, but he's just so, uh, hum- I'll just say humble, you know, he, he's not, he's not letting it go to his head or get too crazy. And I'm sitting here just going, yeah, I did the thing. I did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling everybody. I love it. It, it oh, is hilarious. Yeah. 2020 will forever in my head from this moment forth since I thought about it be known as Masterpieces the Next Generation because it really is it really is the the, the youngsters coming up and like you know doing that passing of of the baton I guess if you like Uh, the reason I mention that is because of course we mentioned when we talked to Julian Boris back on episode 50 that you had also modelled for them uh, for some non-Marvel I believe pieces so did that come about as a result of knowing Dave or was that a completely separate thing? How did that come about? Yeah. So when I first started working with Dave, um, I think one of my friends who had also worked with Dave mentioned like, Oh, his parents are, are well-known artists as well. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then they said, <laughs> then they said, Julia Barris. And I was like, literally a minute of my mind being blown. Um, so, you know, the first couple times that Dave and I worked together, uh, you know, we had talked about it and, and I was like, Dave, do, do they do commissions? Like, I would love a Wolverine piece from them. So basically just reached out, you know, said, hey, uh, I'm working with Dave, you know, oh, my God. And, and like, I'll be completely honest. And I told them their artwork changed my life collecting this stuff. I, I was never a guy who appreciated artwork, you know, like to me. Some of the cards were cool. Some of them were my style. But when Julian Boris put their masterpiece set out, like just blew my mind. Um, and and I, I started, you know, the Hildebrands and uh, Just Go. And I really started to appreciate the artwork that came along with collecting and, and being involved in, in Marvel. Um, so long story short, you know, like the commission didn't work out. <laughs> it was a little out of my price range. But <laughs> But um, they were like, oh, yeah, Dave says, you know, great things about you. We'd love to get you in the model. And I was like, what? Wait, wait, what? And I was like, you know what? They're just being nice. They're just being nice. And, you know, uh, I invited them to Jurassic World Live Tour and just kind of kept talking to Julie a little bit. And she kept mentioning, you know, like, we should get you in the model. And I was like, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm not (laughs) going to pose for Julian Boris. That's not a thing. Uh, and then it became a thing. They, you know, I was in the area and they had a couple things that they wanted me to pose for. So, you know, I, I went and drove to their place. We, we had lunch and we got to talk and, uh, I did, I modeled for three pieces. Um, one already came out, uh, that Boris did. Julie's working on another one that is, uh, and these are all commissions. Um, mm. Julie's working on one right now that is a Marvel character, which is awesome. Uh, and then Boris has one more, uh, coming, coming soon. But just, wow. I mean, again, again, insane, just the level of like getting to work with Dave and then getting to work with Julie and Boris. And, and again, the nicest people in the world, like you talk mm. to them, <laughs> The nicest people in the, like, uh, it, it just, it really, really blows my mind how, um, how just amazing these people are because they don't, they don't have to be. And like, Ian, you're in the business too, you know, people, you know, some people in the, in the, in the business or entertainment business just aren't very kind. And I'm so lucky to have worked with really amazing people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just a testament to their family. I, you know, I mean, just, just so humble and so nice. 
They so, were really, yeah, they were. I mean, they were lovely. I mean, we had an amazing time with Julian <laughs> Boris and Dave. I mean, now that we've gotten to talk to all three, it's been, I mean, yeah. it's been nothing but nice, honestly. Yeah, and you're right, too, right? A lot of times when people hit certain plateaus and things like that, they don't have to be nice. They don't have to be courteous or any of that stuff. But we've been very fortunate. Everyone, I think Ian, everyone we've spoken to has been nothing. Like, even oh, you, Pat, like, this has been wonderful dude like awesome. so amazing thank you thank you yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy to you know have gone from talking to dave and then like emailing with julie and like like we t- we text now like we text like we're friends it's it's insane she's so, so nice, nice. She's oh. so nice she is lovely she um bless her she always ever since i started the group and i started doing the daily masterpieces that, so you know we, where i try and spotlight on a card a day from all of the different sets would be the ones that everyone loves to the ones that people may not <laughs> love quite so much um yeah the artwork is still perfectly you know valid and someone worked on it so um so that's that's my kind of viewpoint on it so i try to give every setter you know I, the amount of um rocks i get thrown at me for Mar- masterpieces 28 2008 being in some of the pictures which is like which is like which is bizarre because it's like well it is a masterpiece and then i often have funnily enough the artists from those sets are often the ones that reach out and just like say something but ever since i started doing that julia's replied to every single one and just said thank you she's so she's so great so kind such a sweetheart i'll I'll take a moment now to thank her and boris like they're just julie boris thank you so much again a dream just a dream come true to to work with them well speaking of dreams dreams come true so you so so you you did the cards and Mm -hmm. i'm guessing was it always wolverine that you kind of gravitated to i mean i'm guessing you did comics as well Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I collected the comics. I collected the cards. It was um, it, it was always Marvel. Not that I'm not a DC fan, but it, I just gravitated towards Marvel. I don't know what it was, but um, and then, you know, so comics, it was Spider-Man and uh, it, it was definitely the X-Men. I gravitated towards the X-Men pretty hard and all their and all their groups. Um, but comics, it was Captain America. It was uh, all the X-Men stuff, Spider-Man and uh, tra- trading cards. It was everything like I never I never went after one character, I, you know, and back then you can complete the set in one box yeah you know, so so i would grab a box or maybe two and complete the whole set and that was like for me that was the goal completing the whole set getting all the the holograms and all that stuff so yeah i mean as as a kid it was just like very hardcore x-men and, and definitely wolverine st- stood out to me the most wow so so what before i'm just trying i'm just trying to because obviously then you 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 kind of grew up and you went did you always mean to go to study acting and performing or what did, did that did you find your way there via some bizarre route which is often it's, the case it's always something that i've been interested in enjoyed doing thought i was kind of good at you know at, you know as a kid i remember doing this the grade school plays and stuff like that and just and, enjoying it um i didn't know it was going to be an actual career until i got to college um i did nothing in high school uh to to be really honest i was uh very shy and very quiet during grade school and high school uh you know i was i was one of the kids that was bullied and picked on and i was overweight and all that stuff um when i got to college and started studying theater and doing all the plays there is where i was like oh this is where i'm happy and this is what i like doing um and then that just kind of gravitated towards um you know, I graduated with a degree in theater. And then after college, I gravitated towards um, TV and film. 
So I started doing that for a long time. And then when it comes to stunt work, that was just something that I thought would be a good addition to my acting resume. I didn't know it was a very separate career. So I, you know, 2014, 15, I started training in stunt work. And as soon as I started training, I got the job with Marvel Universe Live. And after Marvel Universe Live, it went to film and TV and doing stunt work for film and TV. And, you know, motion capture for video games and that sort of stuff. And then Jurassic came along. And that's that's kind of the, you know, the, the uh, journey that I went through as a as a performer. Wow. Because because I've I've seen some absolutely fantastic videos on your Instagram feed, which um, at Pat King, Pat King, I believe that is Pat, that right. Pat King, Pat King. Yep. There we go. Um, where you you post these little videos where uh, I can only imagine that it's, it's you and some of the guys on the tour that you've done in your downtime where you've been on tour and you've you've done these little videos of. Uh, 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 it's quite difficult to explain but it's kind of you and these other guys and you meet and it's like there's some sort of history or some sort of longer game story and then you end up having some sort of rumble and some sort of fight Um, I mean I haven't watched all of them to know exactly what's going on I can tell there's a familiarity and a longer thread going on with them so yeah so there's there's um you know our, our cast of marvel was about 50 in the cast and comprised of multi-talented people stunt performers circus uh, actors uh parkour people and um you know everyone you know most of the people on the tour want to be in this business as a as a performer or actor or, or stunt performer and um you know we get two to three days off per week and we use that time to write and create our own videos and shorts and stuff like that. So, you know, that was all filmed wow. on a day off from Marvel. We just we and and it kind of all just came about that day. We we picked an alleyway, we created this scene, we got all, all of our stunt equipment, and we just we just went with it and created this video, uh, a video fight. And I mean, yeah, it came out it came out great. Yeah, that's awesome. There's loads of them. There's even one with special effects where people are. There's yeah. where there's there's one in a park where there's people. Uh, I didn't have a clue what was going on or if I'd missed a previous episode. But there was. It was almost like mutants or, or uh, Dungeons and Dragons crossed. And there was a guy who was clearly the the big bad, and you and some other people. Yeah, there's all there's these always, like, special effects, always, superpowers. Yeah, and they're usually they're usually one offs. They're usually like something that we write, and um, you know we want to put out. Uh, we want to we want to showcase our action as stunt performers, and mm. you know, but we want there to be a story and something easy to follow and short and sweet, you know. So you're not getting this, you know, twenty thirty minute convoluted movie, thing movie. Yeah, but you're getting two to three minutes of like start to finish, good story, action. Uh, you know, it just it helps us as performers get out there and showcase our talents, and, well, and well, it's just fun. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. so sick. It's just fun. I have Always. to see these. These okay, I have to. You've see got to these. see these because this is very much your wheelhouse, Norin. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is yeah, yeah. Wow, that's it's really always, sick. It's always just been fun for me. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep doing whatever I'm doing until it's not fun anymore. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, when you're Amen. on a tour like that, you know, because you are, at the end of the day, you know, it's it might be the 50th time you've performed it, but it's the first time that audience has seen it. So you've got to yeah. keep it fresh from that point of view. But you've still got to keep yourself a bit fresh to be able to do that. So I imagine that just keeps keeps things moving for you to just keep yeah especially you know uh doing marvel universe live and jurassic world live you know it's it's a live show it's like any other theater you know it's it's like broadway you're doing it yeah you're gonna do it a hundred times 
but yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's the first time this family has spent money to come see you. And, and, you know, if your energy is low or if you're not in it, then they're not getting the best experience possible. So that's as a performer, that's always that, that, you know, sometimes it's tough for some people to, to stay in that heightened energy, heightened uh, awareness, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things that you just got to kind of train for and, and, you know, keep in mind that, you know, these people are coming to see you and see a really good show. Well, wow. it's, it's, it's the energy that you manage to keep up because Wolverine is, is properly, you know, tense energy all the time, isn't he? So. I, you know what? I'll tell you, my my traps and my shoulders never hurt so much or were so sore because I was always just yeah. hunched yeah. and doing the, doing the tough guy tense routine. And, you know, uh, I'll say this. You know, I did I did eight months of Wolverine. I think I did over a hundred shows. I don't think Pat King was ever on stage. Like it was always Wolverine. I gave that I gave that show a hundred and fifty percent. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, wow. Oh. oh, I wish I wish I'd met you when you were doing that part of the tour. Never mind. Never Me mind. too, man. But, but guess what? Never we, mind. We met we'll now. do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. Um. So um. I I. There's, there's talk about your your Marvel Masterpieces 2020 boxes because you got how many boxes yeah. do you get? I got four. Okay. Yeah, so I pre-ordered four, and I was like, I, I, apparently, I was lucky to get those. Uh, yeah, so it's people pretty... were not getting their orders, but I was very happy with my four boxes. Wow. So you did one of them on your Instagram, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Well, I, you know what? I I couldn't wait. I yeah. couldn't wait. I did, I had been dreaming about it all week of opening boxes, and I was like, I can't, I can't wait. I have to do one. So, oh, so one on your Instagram, then you did one on the group, and then you, the next day you did the other two on the group. Yeah. So let's talk about that second, yeah. that second yeah. uh, live break, which which is still on the MMC group, folks. So if yeah, any of you do up, want to join up. the group and uh, and find it, um, well, uh, uh, it's it's there. So, Pat, did you wear anything special for the occasion? Well, I was told. <laughs> now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Andre? Andre? Uh, Andre Orsch. Yes. Andre Orsch. Yes. Yeah. He he told me that I got I would get bonus points if I dressed in costume, and and unfortunately, <laughs> I I don't have the Wolverine costume, but I do have a Craven vest. So I wore my Craven vest, which you know turned out to be good luck. Yeah. So tell us why. Tell us why, Pat, for the people well, listening. Because who don't know. I, again, like, I don't know how this happens. I'm very fortunate, and I believe the universe is looking out for me. But I was able to pull uh, a Craven metallurgy card. Right. Okay. At this point, just hold, 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 hold still. I'm going to find yep. the thing where I take a photo of what we're seeing. <laughs> There we go, marvelous! You all, you all yep. have those photos. <laughs> like, and and somebody, somebody, somebody comment like, "What are the odds?" What are the odds? I'm about to read that out. This is this is why I wanted oh to God. include oh this. Okay, great. This is absolutely brilliant. So 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 Pat's doing this break dressed in his craving hat, which I believe is isn't something you did necessarily for Dave. It, it's a cosplay thing. So we'll come on to the cosplay stuff in a minute. Yes, yes, um, yes. but. So Pat's breaking four boxes. Now Craven is a tier four for start for start. Yes. One of the ones for one. For start. Yeah. You yeah. can very clearly see in the artwork that it's you. So it yeah. looks like you. You're sitting there with a Craven vest on that's so it's almost like Craven holding Craven. Craven pulling Craven. Um so it's these metal cards. There's only 25 of each. It's um, it's one or two per case. There's 90 different metal 
characters. So, so what are the odds? Um, so, and someone actually commented, I can't tell if Pat is holding the card or if the card is holding Pat. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite. Everybody's, everybody's comments were great. <laughs> Which made me laugh. I, I said he captures your like good a, side. Like Bobby Good with the stacking doll of Craven. I is. love that so much. It is. So I, I said he captures your good side. Someone said Pat has a good side. Dave Palumbo says nothing but good sides. Ah, <laughs> so that's uh, absolutely brilliant. But no, someone did actually. Here we go. So I tagged someone. Dave, Dave said, someone yeah. better at the mass, work out the odds on that one in 25 Craven in four boxes. So I tagged Matt Parks, and Matt Parks has done some crazy sums to work out how many crazy cases sum. there would be, because they don't make this information public. Right, right, right. Um, so Matt Parks said, the odds of pulling a Craven Metallurgy in four boxes is 0.83. To calculate the odds of this specific scenario, I'd need additional data, including the number of collectors who own a Craven vest and the frequency in which <laughs> the vest is worn during a card break without that data i will agree the guesstimate of one out of a bajillion <laughs> yeah sounds about right and and what's so funny is i'm going to try to turn you guys around here if i can uh oh god i don't know if i can can i can i turn you guys around on this hey, yeah you should be able to somewhere i think oh Click boy the, uh, i don't see it but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna manually turn you guys around yep. because i showed that off the other day i didn't see this i, I didn't know that, that. So is that, that the original was, painting? That was a gift from Dave. That is the original. So I'm sitting here in my Craven vest, looking at the Craven painting. I pull it. What, what are those odds? See, what we need is the painting behind you, you and your Craven vest, and then that little <laughs> card, and we I can thought, go triple. That's proper. That's going to be a triple <laughs> selfie, technically. Yeah. That's, that's, putting that's, that's, inception. that's Inception. That's Inception. That's Inception. That's multi-layered Inception. It is, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I very briefly... I very briefly on my live video, Breaking the Boxes, turned, turned everybody around to show that off. Uh, Dave gave me permission. Uh, that was that was one of, uh, that was a gift. That was a gift from Dave. Oh, Literally just, again, blows my mind. Blows one of the mind. best, one of my favorite pieces in the set too, in my opinion. It's, like, I love that. I love that piece. Great. It came out so well. I mean, like. Uh, the lighting effect from the taxi. I mean, it's so clean. So the cool. Broken, the broken glass on the taxi. Like. Yes. It's all, it's all just amazing. And I, you know, I think I saw, I don't know what I saw of his during the process, but I was like, I think I saw maybe one of the, one of the punishers on my second visit with Dave, where I saw something and I was like, <clears throat> that that's my head. Like, that's my head. And he's like, well, yeah, you're modeling for it. I'm like, well, you're, I didn't, I didn't know you were going to use like my, my face and my head, like, and, and seeing all these cards, I was like, oh my God, that's just like the pun, the hollow foil punisher is is my face without a beard like that is legit my face it's just crazy crazy and and the old man logan is is so close you know it's it's ridiculous that uh, it's just it it kind of gets a little bit meta at that point doesn't it you're like you're like yeah what's going on even um even the, the deadpool where he's roasting a marshmallow i uh, you know, obviously he's he's in full costume with a mask and, and nobody would ever tell that that was me. But I went back and looked at the reference photo 
And I literally had to look at the way my chest caves and my, how my, my, you know, like, and I was like, oh my God, he literally used every single part of me wow. for Deadpool. Like there was no manipulation. Wow. That's, that, that's how my chest looked in that photo. And he, to a T, that's the way it is. And I was like, my mind was blown. Wow. Have I, cause obviously, you know, it, Given that so many, some, so many of these, you you can either see it to you or you'll you'll have very clear memories of it. Yeah, is Deadpool? I've I've seen you reference that Deadpool is probably one of your one of your most dear to your heart. Would that be Would that be a fair assumption? Yeah, I was I was on the Deadpool train the moment he came out. The moment the moment Rob uh, created Deadpool, I was I was all in. I I connected so hard with that character, just the humor. Uh, and have been following him ever since. And it's funny because I'm also a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Um, and I remember early on in his career being like, that guy should be Deadpool. <laughs> and, and here we are. Like, just, just you know, it all works out in the end. He's a That's fan. crazy. Yeah. I, just, I mean, like, just getting to do these characters that I absolutely love you know, and I, I begged Dave, I would have done all, I would have done every single card if Dave let me. Every female, I, I would have done the females. I, I would pay money to see your Emma Frost. I would pay money to see your Emma Frost. All of them. You know what? There are plenty of artists in this group. If they need a model for Emma Frost, well, you hit me up. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to see a bearded cat, but that's a different story altogether. Um, <laughs> that sounds so weird. Um, moving on, moving on. Um, so you're, you're – because um, I know you used to be able to get a full set out of the box. Yeah. Not the case, as you know, oh. not even a case. Um, so your – your collecting goal for 2020, I guess, is that is that every card that you post for? Yeah, so so I, I would love I would love a base set. Uh, you know, just the just the silver base is great. You know, I, I want to have Dave's art. You know, and I want to have Dave's set. Um, for some reason, I honestly just never gravitated towards the gold signature cards. I think they're great. Um, you know, the what ifs are really cool. So I really like. Um, you, you know, the the cards that I pose for, I would love the what ifs, the base set. Um, and then I think, honestly, I think I'm just going to chase most of the Craven stuff and make that a character that I get one of everything from. I think that's that's kind of a good goal. Well, you uh, started well with the metal. I mean, that's the thing, the right? Metal, the metal and the painting, the original. Like, that's, nah, you know. You have a cool. master one-of-one one collection in the works. Like, 100%. Like, the, that's yeah. legit, man. That's, that's the yeah. way to do it. Because you, I mean... I mean, I don't know, Ian, right? I mean, this is something we haven't talked about, but Pat, this would be awesome since you're, I mean, you're not new to collecting. You've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. But like thinking about what's probably the really rare hunt. I mean, there's 25 of the metal, but I think the metals are going to be really coveted. Like, I feel like those are oh, going to yeah. be hidden. And I feel like people are going to try to make full sets of them. People are going to grab them when they can. That's yeah. going to be the toughest. The for I think, I think personally, that might be the hardest one to hunt down. So yeah. got that out of the way. That's honestly the only reason, and this was like, you know, this came after the box break, and I was like, oh, I've got things that will allow me to now chase the full set without breaking the bank or, you know, yes. too hard. Yeah, you know, and like, that's the I, way to do I it. Love, I loved 
collecting when I was younger because financially it was affordable. Yeah. And, you know, uh, nowadays, not so much for a lot of people. So, you know, this is, a, this has all been great. I might get a couple more boxes, but you know, like, I'm like, you know, like you guys know, I'm just, I'm going to chase the cards that I post for and have those be able to display those. And, you know, um, I think that might be it for me for this one. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And the group's yeah. pretty good about that. I mean, you know, we have some people who are, you know, not the best, but majority, 90% of people for sure will all be on the hunt for you. Ha, Craven Hunt, you know, I'm here all week. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to hunt you down. Yeah, you know, and I've also been able to already do a couple trades, and people Good. are so nice. You know, I'm I'm trying to give up what I'm what I'm willing to give up, and you know, I let them know like, hey, I'm I'm really just looking for the cards that I post for, and and they've all been super nice, and you know, I I think I've made two trades already where I got a bunch of of uh, cool stuff coming in. Oh, Good. that's exciting, man! Good. Yeah, because yeah, sketches yeah. would have been a new thing for you, I guess. Because I know, I know you did a. I think you did a box of 2018. If I, I did one correctly. box, yeah, one um, box of 2018, and I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I love, I love the idea that other artists get to contribute, and you know, people get to see some characters that they, you know, probably yeah. wouldn't have otherwise seen. Yeah, but yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, unless you're planning to keep, did you pull a Wolverine sketch? Am I right in thinking you pulled a Wolverine? Yes, sure did. And it, oh, that's, whoa, it, it, that's it, actually a really good one, too. Uh, I love that it's Gary, one. It's Gary Shipman. Um, so I'm so picky when it comes to sketch cards. I really am. Um, Guilty. And, and honestly, <laughs> honestly, if if I had to like if I had to choose a character, obviously it would be Wolverine. But this card is like perfect for me. I love the pose, the colors, the character. It's almost a Photoshop from your tour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like that's like the legit Pretty costume that I wore yeah. on the show. Yeah, and I have to admit, man, it, you pulled you. I mean, damn, you got good. I'm gonna start sending you my boxes. See what you pull for me, man. That's I, crazy. I was, I was super surprised the luck that I got in my four boxes. You know, like I only bought four. I opened four, and I, I'm super happy with the stuff that I got. Couldn't happen to a better person, man. Seriously, dude, you're I, fantastic. I, I, I'm I so happy that. you got that experience. That's so nice. That. Yeah. And like, awesome. I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't expecting, uh, you know, to pull any of these cards. I wasn't expecting to model for, you know, all of these characters that I did this, you know, like this whole experience has been insane. Just so surreal. So, um, cause, cause when you did the box, box break, I noticed I didn't hear any rustling or rapping. Did you unwrap them all before? I just stacked them I, without I pre- looking. Yep. Uh, so I, I, so. I pulled one uh, pack and put it aside from each box. So I pulled one pack and then I opened up the rest, put them, put them face down, didn't really look at anything. That way you can see me open the first one. And then I just picked up the stack and went through, you know, saves time, saves energy, you know. Yeah. Yep. Smart. That was nice. Really you smart. Should, you should, to me, it you felt should, like a smart move. It is you a smart produce, move. You yeah. should produce box break videos because, I mean, ours, uh, how long did we spend on our box? We took 35 minutes on our box, but mind you, well, we were forensically doing it. <laughs> it was really funny. So we spent a lot of time on it, and then we lost the footage of our facial, uh, like our oh, no. how we reacted to it, But which I'm still a little peeved about. But so then what I did was <laughs> I went through all of our stacks. It's taking you ages. Yeah, because I did two sets of videos. So there were three. There were the one we unblocked, and then yeah. one video of me putting each card with the right time appropriation. Yes. And then I did the back ones too because I had to time it. So like, because mm-hmm. otherwise you don't get to see the card, you know, and it's tough right. to like 
people want to see the art because especially how early we all opened po- well, that boxes. Was fir- that was the first look one. That was we, the first look we, one. Because we, um, no, uh, we the, good, the good folk up at X sent us it, yeah, we opened on the Tuesday. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's awesome. So, they said you got know, the and, like, and we yeah, cool. we obviously couldn't release it until Thursday, but we gave, yeah. gave, gave the lead in for us to be able to do that, which was super sweet. Awesome. This is really sweet. So, um, but I was going to say the sketches will probably buy you. Know, that's quite a lot of good credit for you if you choose not to keep them to get the cards that you actually want. Because yeah. I actually, actually, um, so I, so I got four sketches. I actually, I, I've already confirmed to trade two of them and get a lot of what I wanted out of somebody. Uh, it was a yeah. really awesome trade. Yeah. So, you know, th- those work really great. That's Dude. the way to do it. Smart man. That's Dude. the way to do it. So yeah. let's just, let's just quickly talk about 2020. Cause obviously 2020, you know, six, eight, nine, nine months ago, you, uh, you were touring. Yes. You were doing Jurassic world. Uh, you couldn't talk about Masterpieces 2020 yet, even though you nope. knew it was coming and you knew who, who was doing it. Um, <laughs> and then and then it was kind of like the REM song, It's the End of the World as We Know It. Yeah. And then we went into lockdown. <laughs> we all went into lockdown. You went into quarantine. Now, I know, um, and, and tell me if, if you don't want me to, to just, just stop me if I'm, I'm saying too much, but I know from from watching you on Facebook and, and on Instagram, actually, so you did put it out there publicly, um, that you were with your folks for a lot of that. And you started yeah. doing yeah. <laughs> Ways to Survive 2020. You started doing the MCU movie marathon. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So my mom and dad had never seen any of the Marvel movies. And, you know, I was like, I have this certain amount of time to spend at home with my family and enjoy, you know, try to enjoy quarantine. So I was like, mom, why don't we, why don't we start, you know, start from the beginning and I'll take you through the Marvel movies. And, and I picked 12, I picked 12 out of the 22 that you need to see to get the story and, you know, yeah. bring it all together because I'm like, a, I don't know how much time we have together. And B, uh, if you don't like them, then I'm not going to make you sit through 22. So I think it was like two movies in, uh, I got this idea to start making themed cocktails. So for every, for every movie, I would make four to five different cocktails based on the character. So, you know, for Thor, uh, you know, we'd have, uh, you know, a Thor cocktail and then we'd have a Jane Foster and, you know, for Captain America, we had a, a you know, or a Loki. And we went through every, you know, we went through all the movies and then I would just make, you know, some, 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 most of the time, amazing drinks. <laughs> some, some of the times I had to get creative and ex- experimental and they didn't really work out as planned, but 99% of the drinks I made were fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. So, it's, well, what, 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 you, I mean, basically you're all one man content machine. Cause I, you know, there's, there's so much, uh, that I, that I've watched where you do the little videos about the cocktails and, and do you have experience in cocktail making? Uh, I, yes. 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 Yeah, I mean it's it's um it's a little bit of experience, but also you know looking up different recipes and stuff like that. Okay. I tried I tried to create as much as I could on my own. Yeah. Um, and and guys, it's really simple. And for anybody listening, like it's really simple to grab a recipe uh, of stuff that you like and and learn how to make drinks. It, it you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Honestly. <laughs> Dude, there's me thinking you were kind of like Tom Cruise at a cocktail in a, in a former life, you know, while you were paying your way through through school. 
Well, you know what? I started I started with a little bit of bartending experience during this process, but during this process, just learned so much. It became so much more comfortable. So like yeah. in the course of six months doing all of these videos and creating all of these cocktails for my family, like, yeah, I've become such a, a much better bartender mixologist. And now now I know things, That's and That's know cool. what to put together. So, mm. yeah, I mean, like there's there's always even if you're starting from zero, there's always it's very easy to learn. So, um, and then uh, no, no, I mean, this is more, more for the benefit of knowing because knowing you've got to go and check some of these. I out. love. It. I know. So, I'm, I already, I already started following. I've done yeah. all this while we were talking, and I'm like, no way, this is fantastic well, it's, stuff. It's the post, it's the post match analysis that makes me laugh because you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm cracking up because I know what's coming. So basically, ev- almost every movie, you had the different reactions from your dad and then from your mum. I can't remember <laughs> if you did them in order that they happened or if you did them in um, uh, what uh, your dad first and then your mum. But yeah. it usually, invariably, was at some point, your dad very early on would fall asleep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, you know, not that he wasn't entertained or, or you know, enthralled by the movies. I just, you know, he gets into his chair and it's lights out. So yeah. we would get we would get 15 minutes into a movie and we'd look over and dad be asleep. And then he'd wake up. For, you know, he loves Scarlett Johansson. So he, he, you know, he'd pop up and be like, oh, that's my girl Scarlett. And then 10 minutes later, he'd be like, all right, going to bed. <laughs> But, you know, it's so funny, the 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 opposite reactions, because, you know, my mom was just on the edge of her seat or like hidden under a blanket watching. And uh, the amount of time she said, oh, my God, during the action or, you know, her her kind of reactions and her quotes were were by far my favorite. Some some of them are just uh, just legendary. Um, But but it's it's when I'll try to put together a master list so that way you don't have to go. Master list. master list of mom quotes. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. They, they really are. And then, and then you went back and you did some pickups, uh, kind of pickup shots later, where you where you went back and did some of the ones that you didn't show. Yeah, because because mom enjoyed it so much, and we still had time. You know, I was like, well, if you want, we can go back and watch the ones that we missed. You know, we 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 didn't watch Thor two, and we didn't watch Ant Man, we didn't watch uh, Doctor Strange, like some of those standalone movies where you do you don't necessarily need to see them to get the story. Right. I was like, let's cool, let's go back and do those, and I guess I'll make more drinks <laughs> if I have to. Yeah, you know, twisting my arm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, and and what made me laugh about that live break where you wore the craven vest is that your mum was on there. She was, commenting. and she, yeah, she joined the group specifically because I posted on on my Facebook, "Hey, I'm doing this tomorrow." She specifically joined oh, the group. Okay. To That's watch so me, because I have a feeling I saw. Mom, her I love quote. you. My mom is she, the best. <laughs> You got the membership questions for the group, Norin, and I, I, I accepted it. So I don't think anyone else had seen it. But uh, there was a membership question, and, and she answered, "Do you collect cards?" No, but I'm Pat's mum, or something like that. <laughs> oh, I was like straight away. Oh, that's amazing. So sweet. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, I she, love, she puts. I, out, I can't remember what it was. The, the frustrating thing is, once you accept it, you can't then go back and see what their answers were. But it was something like that. Yeah, um, that's adorable. Just, she she's been so supportive through this whole process, and like she knows how much I I. 
I mean, like my mom would take me to the card store to buy the boxes, you know, like she was as involved in this process as I was watching me break them and put them in sleeves. And she's been so supportive and so excited. You know, she she has her favorite cards, which, which are awesome. Um, you know, and I, I kind of kept showing her the, the process. And, and uh, you know, finally, when the images started coming out, she, you know, she was like, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, that's 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 me. She must oh, be so proud. So nice. She must be yeah, so proud. She's having a great time. Oh man, that's brilliant. That's so fun. That's so fun. Um, so, uh, talk to us about the the co- cosplay because you mentioned um, you dressed up as uh, the Riddler, I believe, and as yeah. Cal Drogo with Khaleesi. So, so yeah. w- where did this? Because this sounds like it started a while back, and you've been doing it, which is how you met Dave. And yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say, I mean, it's been a long time. It's been let's let's say like 2010 ish. I, I don't I don't know when when cosplay kind of started, but I remember once I graduated college, uh, I was like, hey, I do all this performance stuff. Like maybe I should try modeling or trying to get into doing something. And and I remember being at one of these meetups where you spend a couple hours taking photos with photographers and like, you know, it's, it's collaborative and you, you figure some stuff out, but I would always bring as many, you know, things as possible. And, and I think we got like two, two photo shoots in and I, I had a Deadpool mask at the time uh, that wasn't cloth. It was like a hard airsoft. It looked really, really badass. Um, but I was like, Hey, I just want a photographer to take some photos of me as this, like, uh, kind of suit and tie Deadpool. And that was kind of like the first thing I did. And then when, you know, Comic-Con started coming out, uh, I would go, you know, mostly as Wolverine, I would go to these Comic-Cons, uh, dressed as like, uh, you know, Wolverine or something like that. And then I sent you guys a picture when I, when I first moved to Texas, uh, I came up with this idea of not the winter soldier, but the summer soldier. It's absolutely brilliant. So, so I went to uh, Austin Comic Con dressed as the summer soldier, and that cosplay went super viral. It was on Marvel.com. It was on all these different places uh, to where the next time that I wore that costume, I met Sebastian Stan. Oh, my and goodness. I, and I showed him a photo of my cosplay and he's like dude that's you that's hilarious i've seen that all over the place and i was like crazy that's Uh, hilarious what yeah wow over over time you know everybody started doing the same character so there was always a wolverine there was always a deadpool and i was like you know what i'm gonna start doing characters that people don't really do or that you don't see very often and and i decided to start doing craven and it, you yeah. know, it was it was a huge hit at these comic cons, and you know, I did a couple of photo shoots and stuff like that, and and like that's one that I was like, yeah, okay, okay, so like a Craven cosplay is is uh, it's very well received. I think I do it pretty well, um, but yeah, for me, cosplay was just something to do outside outside of my my normal performing that was super fun and that I could get into and connect with people and go to these comic cons and you know find people like me who who like to play dress up and pretend but you know like in in kind of the coolest way possible yeah yeah well I mean, obviously you get you get paid for it as a living as well so you you really are well lucky. now i do which is which is awesome oh yeah that's um, freaking great what i love about your craving and we, uh, as i said we, we will put all these on the tasting notes um because yeah. they are brilliant um the the image you've sent us of you as craven the detail i love is the spider-man mask that's tucked into your waistband 
Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Same, that was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that. Um, now, obviously, you're you're very, and I know you said you were you were you were um, a chunky kid, um, as <laughs> as I was, and in some ways yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but I know you you are um, in, in, in incredibly good shape. I would say, um, and I don't really know much about you know the, the scales of being in good shape. But obviously, that is your living, and you know you need to you need to look uh, amazing. How how much do you have to do to stay in that kind of condition? And is it- um, uh, honestly, so I mean, like because because it's my livelihood at this point, and because I'm I'm, you, you know, like before all this quarantine stuff happened, I was a full time stunt performer, you know, athlete. Um, you know, it's it's my it's my job and my life, but but also like I I very much enjoy it. I very much enjoy the physical aspect and working out and playing sports. Um, as of right now, I, I work out six days a week and I have one day off. Uh, they're usually super intense, um, you know, just because that's that's kind of what I've gotten accustomed to. And I yeah. know, you know, I know the um, expectations of being on a tour or being on a film set. Um, and my my mental game is is always be prepared for the next opportunity. Um, so you know even even during quarantine and stuff like that, it's you know I I didn't stray from my routine of six days a week, eating relatively clean. You know cheat meals are fantastic, and I you know I'm not gonna say that I'm super strict with my diet, but but I, I work hard enough to to even it out. But yeah, That's I mean, awesome. physical physicality and and uh, you know athleticism and all that stuff plays such a huge part of my life that it's not something that I can really take a break from. No. Well, it is your career, effectively. So, thank you. What's What's so funny is that you mentioned that too. Is that I I see, uh, you know, Dave and I probably did four or five sessions, and I see some of the photo references, and I see some of the the stuff. And uh, D- Dave was was um, not so much concerned with the angles that I was concerned with because 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 I look a little chunky in a lot of those reference photos, and I was like, hey, Dave. You know, just, <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> just you know, that's that's obviously a joke, but but you know, uh, with with modeling and stuff like that, it's all about the lighting and the angles and making you look mm-hmm. the best. And you know, for me personally, that was my concern, but not Dave's at all because he's just trying to get his photo that he needs. He doesn't care yeah. what I look like. He you needs know? his building blocks that he's mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, he's, he's looking just, at lighting references. He's looking at every. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's concerned with the stuff that I'm not concerned with, and vice versa. Right. Yeah, because I've I've watched some of your um your time lapse and and short workout videos that you've put up, and after each one of them, I feel worn out. So God knows <laughs> yeah. how, how you feel. So um, and I have to sit down and have a, have a biscuit and a cup of tea. Um, but um, the um the the Venom card especially because I know you, you you posed for the Venom. That yeah. one, he's really bulked you out. I mean, you're you know you. Oh you're, yeah, you're yeah. Check, but he's that is. Really, that is the shape of my body, but nowhere near the the size of you know. And Venom such a, yeah, Venom is just such a massive character. But I mean, it, yeah, that card. And again, another character that I was like super psyched to pose for. Uh, that card came out fantastic. Did you do both Venoms? Because there's the one where it's falling from the sky. That, that no, I didn't. How would you, I just, how would you I just did the one. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't post for that one where he's falling from the sky. Just just the one where he's kind of uh, perched up uh you know in the rubble yeah yeah i think that was i think that was one of the only characters that i that i did one of but not the other yes yeah 
I'm with it because I'm wow. I'm trying to imagine short suspending you for a ce- from a ceiling, unless he got <laughs> unless he got a glass coffee table and shot you from underneath. Yeah. I don't know how that, that would actually. <laughs> we got we got pretty creative on some of those, and and a credit to Dave. He um, you know, in in most of the the cards where there's action, we we tried to do the action. So when when Wolverine is jumping and slashing, like that's me jumping in the air and slashing, or wow. um, you know, uh, most of it was kind of sus- suspended here and there, or you'd have to take photos of maybe the top half of my body and then the bottom half but you know the most that we could get it in one shot we we went for it you know i wow. remember the, the old man logan when he's got um uh red samurai behind him you know that was me whipping my code and whipping the claw you know trying to get it in motion as much as possible right because your body you're right the muscles in your body have to show that tension and that's what yeah. you're trying to capture yeah and that's that's, that's, a, that's a credit to him because he he was so focused on detail and such a good director too when it came to you know you know i'm not a super experienced model but i, I kind of know what i'm doing and especially um I, i'll give myself credit you know um embodying these characters is what i do for a living um you know, I can only do so much, but Dave's direction was just fantastic. Super comfortable, super easy. He knows exactly what he's doing, exactly what he wants. And, you know, like we, I think the first day I was there, we did one character. I don't know who it was, but I think we did like four or five photos. And he's like, yeah, that's great. We're done. And I was like, well, are you sure? Like, are you sure you got what you needed? Because that was so quick. Um, yeah. you know, they, weren't, they weren't all that quick, but he knows exactly. He's like laser focused. He knows exactly right. what he's doing had a plan kind of went for it and just yeah. goes and gets it yeah that's amazing wow he's wow, got wow, that wow. photographer's eye as well isn't he so i guess he's mm-hmm. very one, much you know, so we spoke to him uh-huh. he's got that he's got that way of um kind of almost um framing it and storyboarding it in his head i guess well he showed us the process too so he showed the sketches you saw on the coffee table were some of the ones he showed us from his book and um how he was you know and and all these sketches so it was pretty phenomenal to see that process i i I, that's my favorite part of all this is to see how we go from concept to execution just phenomenal to see all this yeah it's it's a freaking great cool process and and some of those cards i i didn't even see after the sketch so like all i really saw was the sketch and the finished product wow Uh, and just the detail that he put into the backgrounds and the environments that took me a while because obviously i'm so hyper focused on looking at the character you know it took me forever to see the baron zemo and and then see the people under him worshiping him i was like oh my god or yes the, the backgrounds of you know the wolverine the buildings and and all that stuff like just just amazing yeah, I, uh, we were doing the same thing. We were cracking up. Ian and I were talking to Dave and we're like looking at pieces with Dave and we're like, oh, wait, the lights are on in the Venom piece in the building. And it's like yeah. dusk. And it's like yeah. we were like having a good time. It was crazy. Fun. Yeah, it's awesome. One of the one of my favorite ones, because I, I don't have any of the cards in, in hand at all yet. Um, and I'm I'm I've, I'm kind of I'm only kind of glancing at a lot of them at the moment because I want to wait until I've got them in hand to properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, because otherwise I could not have any of this, and I could just look at it all on a on a phone screen. I don't really want to do right. that. I want to be able right. to, to see it, and it's the physicality. You know, very much physical media person. But someone pointed this out that the arcade character, who I believe appears twice in the set, I want to say, he does. Um, one of them, he's looking at all these monitors, and in the monitor is the Wolverine image that you posed for. So the exact image that's on some of the other cards. So he's put 
some card damages in other cards. That's like, such that's a cool, cool. That's such a cool detail Jesus. and like yeah. so creative. And I didn't notice that either at first because no. I, I, you know, I didn't really see that arcade until Dave put up all the, um, you know, yeah. the the master shots of it. Yeah. But I was like, what a, what a cool concept! What a cool idea to use! You could have used any image yeah. that you wanted, but you use the ones from the cards. It's brilliant. Yeah. That's just, I love it. It's, it's one of those little Easter eggs. And, and that's yeah. the thing more than, I mean, we, Noen and I have talked about this on the show where we've, we've talked about uh, Bianchi's work and how there's a, there's a kind of a dystopian kind of thing going on uh, with a lot of the characters are very other, otherworldly that very, very much fits the, the aesthetic that, that Simone does. Um, with Dave, one of the interesting things about Dave is that there's, there's, there's an awful lot of, I mean, maybe it's my perception of it, I don't know, but it seems like there's an awful lot of Easter eggs in there uh, for a start. Um, there's an awful lot of deep cuts, which I love, uh, mm-hmm. which um, there's characters in there I've literally never heard of. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, Yeah, I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, he, he mentioned one of his favorites was, was Pip the Troll. You know, and that's that's such a good. Uh, he he kept explaining to me what he wanted to do and like how he was seeing it, and then you know he was so excited when that when it finally yeah. all came together. Uh, but I remember seeing him at one point. He was like, "Who's Pip the Troll?" And I was like, "Oh, Pip the Troll, yeah." You know, it's he's like, "Well, what is he? What is he in?" And I was like, "Well, kind of Avengers, kind of all, all over." But like, no, he's not a very popular character. But just oh. what he did with that character in that card, I was like, oh, "Brilliant." I have a yeah. feeling that's the one he referenced that he spent way too much time on. <laughs> he did. That's, he that's told the, us. Yeah, that's um, the one. So that's what he told me. Uh, yeah. So I, I can't wait to have Dave back on so we can do kind of do a a, a post release. Um, ah, that's uh, look at some to. of this because because I want to talk about that because I know that Pip the Troll. There's a director's cut that he he put yep. uh, up, which the final card has had some elements changed because of the gambling chips, I believe. Um, yeah, so it was the, the yeah. poker chips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've <laughs> apologies for this, Dave. <laughs> uh, uh, Pat, sorry. Um, who am I talking to? Dave, Steve, who are you? Um, Hi there. I um I when 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 someone uh, Pip the Troll came out and I think you commented on it and I said, Oh, that was one of the ones you posed for. <laughs> and yeah. without meaning to come off as completely insulting, I was just trying no, to have a joke no, no, with no, no. you. Um but uh, I, but I it, didn't it, take it that way at all. I, no, I, I wish I had. I wish I had posed. I would have that loved was... to have posed for Pip the Troll. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so there for that, um, but um, but um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to just getting you know building the set because I will be slow building it um, and just you know gradually discovering the pieces because 2018 I acquired very quickly I went I went deep and I think I got six boxes initially. Okay. Um, oh wow! There. Um, I had it all on physical before Epax came out, pretty much. Um, so I forgot um, that. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I went, I went. Um, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say something rude. I went deep um, on 2018, and I'm still chipping away at it because I didn't quite. I ran out of steam before I finished it. So, yeah. so who knows how long it will take me to put put put. They're hardy sets, man. They're hardy yeah. sets, and yet you know, yeah, and you know, Pat, you know, take 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 your time with. You know, once once EPAC comes and they go on Compsy, you know what I mean. Please take your time with it. Don't don't regret trading anything you don't want to get rid no, of. You know no, what I mean. I'm, uh, I'm very yeah. No, be very smart about it. You know, I have the stuff that I can I can let go and the stuff I want to keep. Um, uh, I had a question for you guys. So like, you guys growing up too, and and me collecting the cards. Do you um 
Do you, I guess, agree with the fact that these are now so hard to collect financially and and just, uh, you know, the limits on the cards or or do you think that, you, you know, I mean, I know there's a bunch of different cards out there, but, you know, even the Marvel masterpieces when I was growing up were, were affordable and collectible, uh, you know, in a box or two. Uh, do you think that limits people from getting into the hobby or staying into the hobby? Well, I just, I'm just curious on your thoughts on that. I, I have some thoughts on this. My my first thoughts on this are because um, a few people have asked this and it's something we often get challenged with in the group. Um, I Masterpieces is, like it or not, Masterpieces is now a premium brand and that's the decision that Upper Deck took. Yeah. Um, so they limit it um, and it, it, it's it's partly down to how successful 2016 is there's a there's a bigger audience for it now uh, for people who by and large do have a lot more spending power and they are those kids that grew up um, the other thing i always um try and politely say to people is that it, this isn't the 90s you know it's it's you know times have moved on um so this is no longer that entry level set i'm not so sure that entry level set exists because the distribution doesn't exist in the same way you know a lot of those stores that you could buy cards from in america when you were growing up either don't stock them or don't exist you know um you know it's, it simply simply doesn't happen um so i think this isn't an entry level set anymore um it, it is probably a returnee kind of set so i think that is the biggest hesitation a lot of people have because they come back into it having collected masterpieces as a kid so they're not new to the hobby they're returners to the hobby yeah and i think i think that probably scares away as many people as it does bring in um yeah but for brand new collectors to cards, I would say Masterpieces is um, is a, a, a lofty one to go in. It's kind of like going to grade eight on a piano when you've only just you know started you know figuring out which hand does what and what the pedals do. Yeah. Uh, so is is my take on it. But everyone you know everyone approaches yeah. it differently. Um, I don't. Yeah, know that all makes sense. Are. I guess if if you know that there are other sets and more affordable sets are out there, yeah, you know that's great for the first time collector or you yeah. know the, the guy with kids who doesn't yeah. want to spend money on this stuff or, you know. But uh, as long as I guess as long as you know that that information and those sets are out there, that's great. I guess so. I think I mean, it definitely makes me. I mean, I agree with everything you guys are saying one hundred percent. I think what makes me. I mean, of course, the whole reason people ask that question like you did, Pat, and why I've been asked that question, why I've asked that question is because you just think to yourself, you're like, man, it was so great when I was a kid and I saw these cards. Mm -hmm. I really wish someone, some kid could have that experience because that's what got me into superheroes, if I can be honest. Like, I, I've, I've looked at the comic books and I've always been a collector of Surfer. X-Men is my thing. Like, if I had to go to another thing, and which I do, I love Spider-Man, I love X-Men, I love it all. Um my focus you know the thing that got me were the cards because you had the power meters you had the first introductions you had the yeah. the intros you know you it's like you got this little story and personality all in this one space and it was amazing yeah. um and i wish 100 percent wish that could come full circle for people and like bring new people in because i think that's healthy for any collectible yeah. right i really do i i I think maybe what some other things do really well, like Pokemon or magic, you know what I mean? Is that you have tiers of things people get into, you know what I mean? Like 
if you're Pokemon, you can do new Pokemon sets and see all the new Pokemon. You just get into a game. Oh, I want to see this on the card. Bada bing. And what happens at the end of that is you do graded Pokemon cards and then you can go the high tier, high collectible type of thing. Right. And that's where people are spending the money that we're spending. You know, you know, not as much, but pretty close for the Marvel yeah. masterpieces, you know. So I wish there was that tier. It's just, you know, Ian's right. Unfortunately, the distribution and I would also quite be quite frank and say the advertising, right? There's no advertising for these to right. get people into this. It's not like I mean, for us, right? And I mean, pandemic. So this is really back, taking away the whole. It was in the back of comic books, you know. Yeah, it was in yeah, comic books. Same. It was in magazines. You can yeah. go to a mall, baby, and I love. I mean, Pat, you know that. We, I think, we're all close in age. Yeah. Going to the mall, passing a mall stand, seeing those packs of cards and boxes, oh, yeah. or in the glass jewelry cases. Yeah. I died. I loved yeah. all of that. It was heaven. <laughs> that was, it was heaven. It was heaven. So excited, and I and I didn't get any of that. <laughs> that's right. I that's hear right. you tell tales of this, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that you didn't get a chance to do that. Like, I think, I think if we ever, if if it wasn't 2020, I think there should be a show with all of us, and we can set this up in a way where we can kind of look at these things and like we did back in the day, and yeah. like see giant standees and like average. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be the dream. And I think it was kind of the height of the hype and like height yes. of you know, marketing and excitement. And yeah, yeah. And I think that for kids, you know, having like, you know, card con or whatever it would be, you know, it, there has to be a way to get kids to do it. Because I do see, I mean, could you imagine being a young kid and seeing Palumbo's work for the first time or Bianchi or Joe again? You know what I mean? It's crazy. That's what happened, that's what happened with me and Julian Boris. That's what happened yeah. to me in 96. Same. Same. You know, just Same. It, it completely changed my look and my, my, sorry, my outlook and my perspective on artwork. Yep. You know, it, does. it gives those, you that deeper appreciation. I think, I think the biggest that do that for you is crazy. I think it the is. biggest feeder, if you like. So, so if you think about getting people into, it, I think the biggest feeder that I've seen of 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 attracting younger kids into the hobby has been the MCU movies. So, if you think 100%. about, you know, uh, so that I think I think that speaks volumes as to how. Well, I mean, the amount of Walmart level distribution there is for the MCU movies versus the right. art card side of the hobby. Yes. So correct. that's a complete flip from the 90s. So they're basically putting those are the affordable ones. You know, I've got here the Walmart yeah. Captain America Civil War sets and they're beautiful cards, but they are they are your pocket money cards. And they're mm-hmm. beautiful cards still. They've got the upper deck hologram on. They're really glossy. And they're, I think a you know, really they're, they're cool, like... Beautifully produced. Yeah. But that's that's the thing that the, the, that the kids are getting okay. uh, through that kind of distribution channel. Um, but um, um, what the other thing I've, I've seen is interesting is that some of the guys who are doing these live breaks who are in their 30s and their 40s are doing it with six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. Yeah, I think that's great. So there is that generational handover that that no one I know we've we've talked about uh, before. Um, that that I I absolutely do love about masterpieces, and I don't see that with any other card um, brand because masterpieces is is the longest Marvel card lineage. You know, is why it can support having its own group. I mean, 
Flair's done a fair few sets. Uh, Marvel Universe done a fair few sets. Flair Ultra's done a fair few sets. But, you know, Masterpieces, this is the 11th set. And so you have these people in the group busting it with their kids. And their kids are just yeah. absolutely loving it. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny you say that. And I just imagine, people, you know, people going like, now, remember, Tommy, you can look at the card, but we don't touch the card. <laughs> we don't touch in, the card, Tommy. They go yeah. in the safe <laughs> and you don't so, know the combo. <laughs> You'll never see this again. Yeah. You know that phone you have? Just take a picture, Tommy. Okay, yeah. it's awesome. You can awesome. see it whenever you want. <laughs> It'll be in the safety <laughs> deposit you know box. Those, you know those gloves they gave you at school because of the virus, because of the germs? Use yep. that. We use that here. <laughs> we use that here, right. Tommy. That was right. dark. That was dark, sorry. Um, Gosh, that's great. But it's, oh, it, you know, it's, good, it's good that, you know, the kids do have, you know, and, and I do tend to agree now that, now that we talked about it. You know, like, yeah. it's great that, that kids have, you know, sets to go into and, and build and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. This is... yeah. A premium set with premium artwork with really awesome artists and and you know I get that. And, like a I mean, part of me, yeah, the collector in me loves the hunt and loves the value. You know, I, I can't even lie. Like I, I'm not, I can't sit here and pretend that. You know, does that mean I want it all for myself? No. I mean, Silver Surfer, yeah, no one can have that. But anyway, let's right. talk about something else. No, I'm just joking. No, but like, do I? You know, I like the chase. I like the hunt. I like the value that it gets, and I like that people see the value. And the people that do see the value are people who are also spending. You know, and and collecting yeah. and caring for these pieces at the level to which I am, one hundred percent. I think, and what Ian mentioned about the MCU cards, I think so, a simple, simple little solution to this would just to be have like a 10, 20 card inset of like things that have come out in Marvel masterpiece cards and other sets. You know what I yeah. mean? Just like a just like a little preview that's not soup, not tiered, not super yeah. expensive, but yeah. you know what I mean? That has a it's little a bit of a. Thought. Just a common card with the art. You know what I mean? Because they have the art. They have that. You know what yeah. I mean? And having that's not going to break anybody's like collector tier vault no. of things. But at the same time, a kid could get that MCU set and be like, whoa, what's this? And on the back of the cards, featured in Marvel Masterpieces. Yeah. And yeah, that way awesome. you have this kind of nice little, yeah. you know what I mean, jump across sets. Yeah. I think that for me, yeah. if that, if there was ever a solution and there's probably thousands, you know, other things people have thought of br more brilliant than I, I think that would be something nice, yeah. really nice. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not sure. See, that's the thing. We, I, I, I would also challenge, is it a problem that needs solving? Because it's something that we perceive, but I'm not sure how big a deal it actually is. I mean, certainly on a commercial level, how much how much need there is for for any manufacturer to, to do that but um not that i'm dismissing it I, it's just something i don't know because you know yeah, we, that's we true right and maybe this is this is a focus mentality yeah, on it this uh, might just be the way of the world i mean ian's yeah, right 2016 2016 changed everything 100 yeah, yeah. It, it seems like it and i'm and like again i'm still i'm still brand new to, to jumping back in and and re-educating myself but it's yeah it seems like 2016 just blew it all blew the doors off so you, yeah. so you know that, you know that car that you drove across country in? Yeah. Sell that and buy 2016. <laughs> That's how would crazy it, that is. Would it, would it be enough? <laughs> would it I don't be know enough? what kind of car you've got, but I'm probably right. not. Um, you know, what's, what's great, um, you know, personally, what I think is, is fantastic about the way that I'm perceiving all of this is I'm such a huge fan. And even with the, with the 2020 box, like, I, I know what I want out of this yeah. box yes. having this experience and you know like i can appreciate it so much even the 2016 2018 uh there are cards that i got out of that box that i was just blown away by and the colors and, and all that stuff um but knowing that i don't have to collect 
every single card makes it so much uh, less stressful for me. Yeah, so yep. credit to everybody who is just chasing these things so hard. You know, that's that's such a that's such a feat. I mean, honestly, that was the group, too, because I think and I think you're right, Pat. And, and, you know, Ian mentioned this, too. Like if I open this, if I opened a box by myself and I didn't get a full set and I got what I got was in the box, I'd be not not disappointed in the art, but I'd be kind of sad that I couldn't like see the rest of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You know, so like I feel like and, you know, EPAC is really good about this, too. And, and, and I'm not promoting things. What I'm saying is that this hobby since they're called trading cards, it really is a community hobby. It's not a desert island hobby. It's very much like, yeah. let's, you know, and you know, th there's things that happen and stupid stuff, yada, yada, yada. But I think what's nice is that, like these conversations are the ones that matter. I wouldn't give a crap about the cards if I couldn't have these kind of conversations. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. you know, it's great because when I started, when I started this process, I, I didn't know where to turn to. And I'm so, I'm so glad and lucky that I found you guys and the Same. group because I'm like, oh, okay, now I have info. Now I have connections. Now I have, you, you know, people to talk to about this and people to trade, you know? Um, yeah. Super fortunate. And, and, you know, Ian and I being so close to each other and not even knowing years ago, you know, so glad to, to finally connect with you. But uh, yeah, I mean, this group has been so amazing for me, even though I sat there for a year and a half wanting to scream, uh, <laughs> <laughs> from the mountaintops you oh know? man you guys have no idea what's coming <laughs> that's, kind of how I feel. that's kind of how I feel all the time but anyway <laughs> yeah but no it's, it's just been fantastic to, to have this community of of you know 99% awesome people who are yeah. as passionate and you know supportive and you know um like yeah, like I said, like growing up, I was I was made fun of for collecting these cards, and you know I look back at all that stuff now, you know just just where my life has gone, you know from me collecting comics and and being so hardcore Marvel and yeah. me yeah. being made fun of, and I'm like now I could sit back and be totally okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I think that's how everyone's feeling. I mean, you know, and crazy to think about that and like spanning across other collections. You know, everyone was like, oh, how am I going to make a million dollars for my old Pokemon set or my Marvel cards or, you know, anything else? And all of us people who've always just enjoyed the hobby are kind of yeah. sitting back now like, that's right. <laughs> you know what's you know so funny and it's a it's a it's something that i i definitely want to mention but because it's just it's it will never i'll never forget it and the day is so vivid in my mind i had to be i had to be under 10 i had to be around 10 years old my family uh we would go to baltimore and they had this big inner harbor and it's got all these shops and stuff like that and they always had a card shop and whenever we would go there i'd go to the card shop and i'd pick up some cards and i remember walking away looking at my cards and I remember my dad looking back and being like, why, did, you know, like, are these worth anything? Are they like baseball cards? Are they like sports cards? Are they going to be worth anything growing up? And I was like, yeah, dad, they're going to be worth more than, than all those sports cards. And, <laughs> and look at us now, like, look at it, you know, it's, it's on par with some of the, the major sports cards and, you know, yeah. and I collected all that stuff too. I collected sports cards as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, how, how crazy to think that, you know, a hobby that we had growing up could be uh, just blow up like this. 
Yeah, yeah, it's nuts too because you're right, right? The Marvel stuff was not. I man, my next door neighbor, like I was never into sports. Like I'm six foot five, but I've just I've never been. I've never oh, wow. been like yeah, I've never been like super great at sports or anything like that. Not not because of just I didn't practice. You know, I didn't yeah. do the work. I didn't put in the time. Um, but I was always into like you know the drawing, storytelling, which is what I do now, and you know w- what I do now with screenwriting and and what I teach. Anyway, um, but I had a neighbor who was an athlete, really great athlete super good guys like an older brother to me but he used to collect baseball cards and i remember him collecting his cards and i was never quite interested and i was like yeah that's cool you know player stats yada yada and then i saw my first marvel cards <laughs> and then he was saw marvel and then he had a box because his parents would buy him boxes because he had a little bit of money to do that and i remember us opening them up and it was just such a cool way to kind of like start a yeah. new collector yeah. without having to be stuck in sports you know and you're right at the back of the day marvel cards were kind of like oh here's something fun to do not something fun to hold on to yeah you know, I mean, you, people who held collect, on to it yeah you didn't collect them expecting to make a return on your investment you were collecting because it was a hobby right or i mean and there's an expectation with sports cards i think right i mean i think when yeah. people yeah. collected sports cards back in the 90s people thought i'm going to keep these nice you know the marvel cards no one had that expectation only people right. who enjoyed it were keeping those nice and i think that's the same thing with pokemon and, and you know magic and stuff like yeah. that i think with sports cards though even then the stuff from the 50s was still like was worth loads so yes kind of, yeah you know, sports cards have got such a longer history just so true yeah you know, they go back a long a long way um but um but my version of that because i didn't really get into cards until till later my version of that was star wars figures Kenner mm-hmm. ones so oh, we're yeah. talking yeah. we're talking late 70s early 80s uh we we'd um like i you know, I'd go around a mate's house and he had like the snowtrooper one and i i had a you know, regular stormtrooper and, yeah. and then a, a biker scout or whatever it was from return of the jedi um and the, it, again all of that stuff is just at the time, no one thought it was going to be worth something. So, of course, now it's worth something. And I right. remember when Star Wars The uh, Phantom Menace came out, they produced all these figures. Loads of people bought them and stashed them away in their loft, thinking, oh, yeah, these are going to be worth something, like the original ones were. But they were yeah. made for that to be done to, whereas the original ones weren't. They were made to be played with. And, oh, boy, did I play with them. Um, but do I still <laughs> wish I had some of them now? Yeah, I do, but I don't have yeah. any of them. They're, they're all gone. But uh, Well... You know, it's 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 funny too because like, how how as a child can you put yourself in a mindset of like, you you get a toy or you buy a toy but you can't play with it. It just goes yeah. on a shelf. Like, yeah, you, be a child, be be creative, yeah, have yeah. that experience, open them up, play with them. I I I had every single Marvel action figure that they made, and not one of those was kept in the box. You know, like I would set them up on my my uh, desk and have scenes and play. You know, like, and I I would I wouldn't change a thing because that's yeah. where my creativity came in, and that's yeah, where, same. you know. So, but the value of that is is, is is the value of that, that is so measurable to you because you have the memories of doing that, which is the same with me, with with Star Wars figures. So you, you can't put a value on that. You know, I, no, I had yeah. a childhood through playing with those those figures um and those were my friends man those were the things that i did and like pat too like i grew up doing a bunch of acting stuff when i was a kid and through high school and stuff but those toys man that's when like that was my directing i went to the top of the staircase people were falling you know all that fun stuff that you get to do as an adult now which is just amazing pat but (laughs) like all of us did this right all of us got to have these 
I mean, yeah, Ian's 100% right. You can't put a money value to that ever. No, and it's just, it's cultivating your imagination and your creativity yeah. and your, like I said, your storytelling and all that stuff. Like, that, yeah. that's what you need as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, so which is why, you know, in, especially in sports, actually, but uh, I've noticed it in Marvel as well, is that uh, there is a there is a, a large portion of people who don't have any value of the, the base cards because they're just going after the hits. They're going after the big yeah. stuff. Right. I see the value in in you know. I've, funny enough, I was just flicking through them while we were talking. Uh, my Marvel Universe 1992 spares, ah, looking for yeah, a Wolverine card. Of it. course, you know you got White Queen, and there's those yeah. stats on the back that you've got. Love that. Stat. And and this, you know, this is one of you know a stack I've got here, and they're all gorgeous. Yeah, you know they, they are. all they all have yeah. have a value. They might not be worth much, but they all have a value. And I think that's yeah. the that's the biggest kind of um, thing I always you know tell people when they come into the you know they've got all these nineties cards and then like, oh, I've got these cards and you know are they worth anything? I was, uh, you know I want to say well are they worth anything to you? But that's not the answer they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but I always manage to get around to saying that. But that's not my opening gambit. But uh, uh, but yeah. It's, it is interesting. I mean, you know, I've recently gotten into sports cards myself by um, Patriots is my team. Um, oh, you beast. Uh, yeah. Nice. So I've got, you know, I've got some you know, signature from one of the one of the players. But the, 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 again, there are so there are hundreds of thousands of, of these things released every year versus yeah. Marvel, mm. where you've got, you know, relatively a small proportion of the product that sports yeah. has coming out, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I recently went through, and of course with the move and everything, I went through all my old sports cards. And you know, like there are a million Michael Jordans and and Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and all those. And like Magic Johnson, they're not worth they're not worth anything because they no. were so mass produced. Yeah. You know, like you know, I was like, oh my yeah. god, these are gonna be worth a fortune. And like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> uh, but still cool to own them. Very cool. Oh, still super cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, very cool. Um, which is which is fantastic. Um, I um, Pat, where can people? Uh, we talked about your Instagram, but where, where can people find you on, on online? Do you want to give you give yourself a little bit of a pimp here as to where? Yeah, people I mean that's 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 action. kind of that's kind of the easiest way to go. I post a lot of um, you know entertaining stuff and stuff from you know projects that I'm a part of. It's all on Instagram for the most part. It's at Pat King, Pat King. Um, you know, I, I try to keep my Facebook a little private. Um, yeah. there's, there's, you know, yeah. there's no website or anything, just uh, Instagram's fun. Instagram's easy. So check me out. There's no website yet, Pat, but I can see it. In the future. You know what? I, I, I should probably put one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it just does a landing page, that there's links to where people can see some of your stuff yeah, or post yeah. some of the videos. Um, I, what, what's next for, for Pat? I mean, I mean, I know with 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 performance stuff, you often can't talk about it. Like Dave can't talk about stuff he's working on now. But yeah. you know, what what's next in Pat World? Yeah. So I mean, like, um, I I used to live here in Austin, Texas, um, and you know, I moved back here because the the rumor was that work was going to start up again uh, here in Texas. Uh, so right now, I'm focusing on film and TV stunt work, uh, and also doing the acting thing uh, during. I've, I've always uh, written as well. So uh, during this quarantine, I really focused on writing, writing scripts, uh, pilots and, and stuff to to make that part of my career as well. So uh, nice. I'm going to I'm going to chill here in Austin, Texas for a little bit. This is where I'm happy and I've got some really good friends uh, and hopefully for, you know, hopefully work's going to start up soon when it comes to, uh, you know, the live shows in Jurassic. We're still kind of waiting around to see 
you know, how the world takes this thing and, yeah. and, you know, we all figure out the next step, but yeah, in the meantime, I'm going to, I'm going to focus more on, I just got to focus on what's available to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the quiet, but it's, it's the calm before the storm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Cause Sounds I can imagine when things, yeah. Sounds like you're ready to spring into it. You know what? That was that was my that was my goal during this time was to remain prepared. That I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, staying healthy and all that stuff was obviously number one priority and spending time with my family. But um, I've always been in the mindset of being prepared for the next opportunity because, you know, I don't know what it is and I don't know when it's coming, but I know it's coming and I'm going to be ready for it. Smart. And if someone hears this and picks up the phone, and when I say someone, because I, I don't <laughs> you know who it is, picks up the phone and says, would you like to model for Marvel Masterpieces 2022? I'm sure the Ooh. answer would be... Absolutely. <laughs> I am I am always... Hey, guys, if, uh, listen. This, this was such an awesome, awesome experience just because I'm so connected to yeah. the characters and the universe. Uh, seriously, if any artist needs somebody, I am your guy. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Ah, oh, God, I love it. I love oh, it. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, Pat, unless there's anything else you wanted to ask us, I think we're pretty much ready for our customary sign off. Yeah, That's no, guys, thank you so much for having so. me. I sincerely appreciate it. This has been honestly a dream come true, just every step of the way. So thank you. No, thank you so much for having thank me. You. Thank you. To thank Dave. you, brother. Thank you, to, thank you to Dave, Julie, and Boris. Thank you to my, my amazing family. It's uh, just just so awesome. Thank you for being such a positive and fantastically fun part of our community. It's appreciated. Seriously. Yeah. All right, Pat. You know am what to I, do, buddy. Am I doing the thing? You are doing, you the, doing thing. the thing. You're doing the thing. Hey, guys, this is all I really have to say. Enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs> <laughs>